Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands uh but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. 49ers linebacker, Dree Greenlaw. And good evening to Michael. If you don't believe what I believe, you're a clown, you wear clown shoes, and you smell. Good evening to Michael. It was the cleanest sack that I have ever seen. Good evening to Don. (laughs) I'm fully in control. And to Don. This is not Calgary. This is a guy that had to urinate. (laughs) To Don. I wouldn't set foot in an MMA You can't even say it. You can't even say it. There's one where I look chubsy ubsy. And good evening to myself. This city's a real hole. <laughs> to myself again. <gasps> what was I referring to there? <gasps> Something Michael was saying. No, that is how I'd feel if I see oh, I have to admit it. If I saw Tom Brady, <gasps> I'd feel it. Um, you know what, guys? There's only one way to start today, ZNN. Oh, can you believe this? Go, go! World Cup watch. I won't try eggs. I'm going to try soccer. If you're the fucking USA soccer, then you're a moron. Well, 3 nothing. Argentina moves on to the final. It was one nothing after a Lionel Messi penalty kick when this happened. Messi dances around, turns the corner, gets inside of him, cuts it back. Sorry, that was the third one. I take it back. Oh, come on. What are you doing? Come on. I said it was the second one. It was the third one. Come on. So Croatia's fun run that included a victory over Brazil in the last round comes to an end. Tomorrow, Argentina will find out who they'll play in the final. The winner between France and Morocco. I don't think that's how you pronounce Morocco, but you Mm. get the idea. That's right. That game uh, between France and Morocco will be at 2 p.m. tomorrow on Fox. And you know what it makes me think of when what? I talk about soccer? And it's the holiday season. It makes me think about um, Andrew Gunling. And when Aww. you think about Andrew Gunling, you think about Philadelphia, don't you? I do. And how about, hey, which players is this, uh, Anthony? I know Jason Kelsey's involved. Jason Kelsey. That's for sure. And then I, two, I believe the left tackle is as well. And then two other Eagles guys got Eagles. together. Yeah, two Eagles. Three Eagles total. Got together, guys, and recorded a full Christmas album. Oh, I'd love to hear this. Here we go. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Nailed it. Yeah, okay. that's how it's done. Now, Man. hold on, see, they're still going. Or it, you know, doesn't do well at all, and I got a Christmas album that I can play for friends and family when they come over and be like, hey, I did this one time, and it was really cool. Yeah. It's coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming there you go. to town. That's Lane Johnson, I believe, singing right there. That wasn't bad. That, that, that one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad at all. The first one, I think, is topped by Don's rendition at one of our holiday Thank parties. You. Well, before we play, please pull up Don's Santa Claus is coming to town. It's a beautiful rendition. But also never forget Andrew's Caught Off Sides Christmas album. The big clubs hover, stars all look to depart. How will Barca recover? PSG stole Messi's heart. Wow. Ooh, City got them and sort of they landed Grealish, not Kane. I don't even know what he's wow. saying. I love that, though. That's awesome. <laughs> you have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know. It's, all, it's just the first couple notes that make it special. The big clubs hover, stars all look to depart. Now, but never forget Don. Never forget Don at the holiday party a few years ago. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Now, I don't know if it, that song had anything to do with it. That place closed shortly thereafter. Right Is that after. true? Yeah. Yeah, almost as we walked out the door. Um, guys, sad news yesterday. Uh, Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach has passed away after complications related to a heart condition. Mississippi State announced. Sorry, that was this morning. He was last night. He was in critical condition. We woke up to the news that he had passed. Um, his family released a statement. Um that he had participated in organ donation to the University of Mississippi Medical Center as a, quote, final act of charity. We are supported and uplifted by the outpouring of love and prayers from family, friends, Mississippi State University, the hospital staff, and football fans around the world, Leach's family said. Thank you for sharing the joy of our beloved husband and father's life. Mike Leach was certainly, if nothing else, a colorful head coach. Here he is. How would you describe this clip, Anthony? This is like which one? The, the first one. The obit. Yeah. It's a compilation of a lot of things that make Mike Leach probably as amazing as he was. So these are some of the things you will remember most about Mike Leach. Once in a while, a pirate can beat a soldier. You know. He won 158 games during his distinguished 21-year career. Led 19 of those teams to bowl games, and was the national coach of the year twice. But Leach was bigger than life, not because of those numbers, but because of a personality that embraced all things unconventional, even his death. When people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered? Well, that's their problem. They're the one writing the obituary. I mean, what do I care? I'm dead. <laughs> and uh, Mike Leach also once uh, asked if he likes golf. No, I hate golf. That's another reason I wouldn't be on a committee. You have to golf a lot. I don't golf enough to be on a committee. Is there a reason you like it? Because it's boring. Because <laughs> I don't care where that ball goes. You know, golf's pretty much uh, for people that uh, don't swear effectively enough or need practice at it. And so, I mean, uh, there are those that need golf, and I don't think that I do. Man after on hard, yes. John. He said it perfectly. 
rest in peace to Mike Leach, though, uh, as the college football wor- world mourns him. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Guys, here's a take from our friend Greeny. You know Greeny, right? Yeah, Very familiar Mike Greenberg, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Here's Greeny saying nobody wants to face the Jets in the playoffs. I actually think the answer might be the Jets, though, and I understand that people will accuse me of being hopelessly biased, but the other way that teams sometimes win playoff games you don't expect them to is when their defense just wrecks it, and the Jets have a defense that can just wreck it. I mean, just ask Josh Allen how much fun he's had playing against the Jets the last couple of weeks. That defensive line, assuming Quinn and Williams' injury isn't that bad, I think that's a team nobody wants to see. Green, your green is showing. Yeah, a little bit. I don't, no, I, you, I, you think Patrick Mahomes is shaking his boots about facing the Jets? Come on. I, I, I like the premise of it, you know, because defense can wreck it. But, like, you can't use Josh Allen always as the example because, you know, in that game, the game's going to have to be played in Buffalo, right? And that quarterback, you know, just did enough to beat you. You're going to have to produce some offense. Also, Don, there are certain there, – there are horses for courses – and boxers for boxers, and I think that the Jets match up with the Bills well. But the, the Chiefs, who might be the best team in football, they don't match up with the Bengals well. Now, are the Bengals right. better than the Chiefs? Probably not, but they don't match up well. So I, I'm not sure the Bengals well, would be afraid of playing the Jets or the, the Chiefs would. Listen, if you— pl- Maybe the Bills would be a hey, little, you know, some trepidation. Hey, listen, if, if you—and again, we'll see—they won't because of where they'll finish. But if you played like a Baltimore team with Lamar Jackson compromised, if you played a Tennessee team where they're they don't they're not as relying on their quarterback play, but to beat an Allen, to beat a Mahomes. Now Tua, that's interesting, right? Cuz what exactly is Tua? So I really think it depends on who. There are certain teams that probably maybe if they're compromised offensively wouldn't want to play the Jets defense. Do you think Kansas City and Buffalo Feel like no. that's the last team I want to. Have to play. Uh, maybe, again, maybe Buffalo, because by the way they played them. But I, I'm I'm joking. But in a way, know. I'm telling the truth. Greeny's letting his green show. I mean, he's seeing the Jets through green colored glasses. The Jets are okay. They're not even in the playoffs right now. People don't want to play them. They're not even in the playoffs. They have to win games to get into the playoffs. They might not have any worries about who's going to face them because they might not make the playoffs. Listen, I think people would not feel like dealing with that defense. Absolutely. But I don't think they're that team right now that people are going. They're, they haven't been. Usually, when you say who's a team you don't want to see in the playoffs, it's a team that's been hot the last month leading up, not someone who's been sort of stumbling for a couple of months. And their defense is really good, right? Really good. And the Patriots didn't score many points off them, but they don't score many points. So why would you be scared of playing a team that they don't score many points? They scored points against the Bears, but. Uh, there's not a team, I think, maybe Buffalo, because they don't seem like they match up great against them, but teams are not shaking in their boots about the, the Jets. I'm sorry. Well, of the wild card teams, who 
who who would scare you more so than the Jets? Well, Mike Tannenbaum was on Green, and he said he would take the Pats over the Jets. I would take the Patriots over the Jets. This Jet team reminds me a little bit of the Jet teams we had, but without Brees Hall, where the Patriots still have Ramondre Stevenson, and I think the Jets have a little bit of a better defense than the Patriots, but Patriots could rush the passers, so that's the other team that I think they may have a pretty high floor, but a really low ceiling. Pretty high floor and a low ceiling? Yeah. That makes sense. Let's see. Uh, uh, So they can go high, but... They can't go that low. Their defense is too good to go that low. Right. But their offense is But what's the high ceiling? You they don't have a high ceiling. They don't. Okay. They don't have a high right. ceiling. So the Bills or the Chiefs, one of those teams is going to get the bye. So let's say it's the Chiefs that get the bye. So Buffalo would then play the lowest seeded wild card team, correct? Mm-hmm. You think the Bills want to play the Jets? Or would they rather play the Chargers? Or the Patriots. I, th- I, I think I think of the three teams. I the last team they'd want to play of those three is probably the Jets. Well, the Bills specifically. The Bills yes. because of what happened. Now, if it's Kansas City, I don't know if they're sweating it. Now, if you're Tennessee, and you're going to play the Jets, you know, I I probably would rather I would take my chances with uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers before that Jets defense. So I don't think Greeny's that out of line. Close. I I understand what you're saying, Michael. He might be coming with green colored glasses, but there's there's something to that. But I don't think everybody universally goes. I don't want to play that team. You know, we didn't talk about it all in the program. The Zion Williamson dunk at the end of the New Orleans Phoenix game the other day. You guys saw the windmill, right? I did not see. It. Yeah, you saw and and. It led to a little bit of a scuffle, and then Zion actually kind he of said apologized. I was wrong. He said well, something he shouldn't. I can't do. Yeah, he said it's something I shouldn't do. Right. What did you take from it? I thought it was pretty awesome. Obviously. Well, he, he said that they they eliminated us last year, and I was sitting on the bench, and these were my guys, and I just wanted to put a you know a punctuation on the game. That's pretty much how he explained it. I mean, the things that are done in the NBA for flash, and this guy's a good guy, so he has a windmill dunk. He's wide open. At the end of a game that they're blowing him out, okay, get over it. Yeah, I don't think, and of course they have to fight. By the way, because Chris, let's be honest, Chris Paul and that team is dirty to start out with. Wow, strong. And the real thing that people are probably upset about is, uh, guys, don't look now. The New Orleans Pelicans are the best team in the West, so that's really probably the piece that's starting to get people. And this Zion kid, he lost the weight, and he's looking like how he's supposed to look. And you know what? A very smart move by them because they signed him to that extension before they saw that he was completely healthy and that he was committed to losing the weight. But they, they have him signed for five years now. Now, that doesn't mean anything because he yeah. can demand a trade, but he seems very happy there. Yeah. Another one the Knicks missed out on just by a couple of slots. That's a tough one. Which dunk is this now? I'm trying to look at it. It's against the Suns, the last it's play. It's the windmill. He's a, It's a wide open. Well, not. When was this? Three days ago? Oh, okay. What's the problem? He's not dunking over that's anybody. A, that's a great point. He did not embarrass anybody. He did not posterize anybody. He's standing there alone, yeah. and he jammed home the last points of the he's game. Having, so what? It's having fun. It's the entertainment business. I could see if he was over somebody or, or mocked somebody. Over somebody They're walking like off the court. He's got a free shot. Well, why, why not have uh, yeah jam just entertain? And by the way, though, but it does tell you because I don't think he had to apologize. It does tell you something about him that he did though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think I, he's a I good guess. dude. Well, you know why he's from Duke. No, no, that's definitely not it. What you just said, that's not it. 
By the way, uh, okay. Nick's back in action tomorrow. Bing bong. We're looking at five in a row. Is that they're what we're going for at? five in a row against the Chicago Bulls tomorrow? And I'll tell you what, if they get to five in a row. Guess what? I might actually be slightly interested. We were having this conversation yesterday, Michael, off the air. It's weird because the Knicks have been playing well, but yet we still don't find ourselves that intrigued. And I, I think for me, the reason is. They've been hovering in this one game below, one game above 500 land. It feels like for two straight years. I want to see this team take an actual step forward. Five in a row is something to acknowledge. Now, the problem certainly is going to be, Peter, that if it comes on on Wednesday and now you get to Thursday, it's closer to the NFL. But we could carve out, we could carve out a segment, a couple maybe. Oh, no, if they get to five straight? They get the five straight. Two games over 500? Yeah. We're starting to play a little bit. So, uh, we got one second for me to do something? Nets have won eight of nine, by the way. We got like three minutes. Man. Michael Salfino said maybe Michael doesn't understand math. The oh, Yankees boy. payroll. Oh, no, no, no. He, but, but he's right, and I oh. was wrong. Oh. Mm. Yankees payroll in 2005 was 69.8% greater than the next highest team. For the Mets to match that, their payroll this year would need to be $438 million before taxes. And then he breaks out. That the Yankee payroll in 05 was 202 million, while the next highest, the Red Sox at 121. So, I, I guess the thing that jumps out at me is that there weren't these uh, guardrails in place back then like there are now. They actually built a tax to stop Steve Cohen, and he's blown right through it. He doesn't care. Right. Uh, there wasn't that kind of guardrail then. But you know, you bring up a great point. And I'm, I, I don't remember what I said yesterday. I don't think I said that in 2005. It just seems very stark. That you know they've maybe because it's so different than the Wilpons, but Michael is well, right, and I thank him for pointing well, that out. But but I think your overall point is still sound. That back in 2005 there were no guardrails. Right. Teams were taking advantage of the system where baseball said we need to do something. Baseball did something, and yet still there's an owner out there that may do something similar to where. What else can baseball do at this point? Mm -hmm. If you get owners that don't care about the guardrails, they're living in the now. Screw international money, all that, and we're just still going to spend, 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 like the NBA. I mean, Dolan did that, right? He didn't care about the luxury tax. He spent, he spent the money he felt that he needed to spend to win. Didn't work, but he tried. What's baseball left to do, Michael? Can they create deeper, thicker guardrails? Uh, as you said, a salary cap Players isn't something they'll ever agree to. So, what else could baseball do? Players take draft lot. picks away. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, the, the 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 owners tried to make it punitive, but the players said, "No, we can't make it that punitive. We want this guy to spend." You know what? The players won out. They knew that this guy would spend, yeah. and he does. But but here's here's the argument, and Peter brought this up earlier too. I'm Michael, very wise. Is that yeah, the players want the spending, but don't you want to get where all 30 teams have a chance to spend rather than just a handful? Listen, there's only so many pitchers that the that the Yankees and the Phillies and the Padres who are spending a lot of money can can fill, right? It wouldn't wouldn't be better for baseball if maybe it's not as much money overall, but that all 30 teams can bid on free agents, but there's more positions, there's more jobs. Mm. I think there'd be more money to go around. And more money to go – see, this is where I call the union out. Do you care about all of your brethren? Because it will raise mm -hmm. the, the it will raise a lot of money for some guys that maybe wouldn't be able to compete with that money. The big gun guys might take a little less, but they'll spread the wealth. Are they interested in spreading the wealth or just for the select I few that can earn that kind of they've money? They've probably done the investigation and they get more money this way, I think. Guys, that will do it for oh, ENN. I feel like we took something away from Peter, and I want to apologize. No, I'll Peter. just close out with this. The big clubs hover stars all look to depart. I should How say.
that uh, I'm going on a little vacation. Okay. After today. Oh, no, 10 weeks again? No, not 10 weeks, and it's certainly not a suspension. just a little vacation. Okay. I'll check in every now and then. i got to make my picks, the whole deal. Oh, that's right. Nice. Yeah. We'll talk to you Yankees Thursday. make a big trade. Maybe I'll call in. You, yeah, okay. you know what? Take Take, take the time. Take the We're time. Good. Text your picks. All right. <laughs> See everybody. Enjoy Islander hockey.